you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. As with every episode, we begin with this one stating that the intended audience are current pharmacy students. So today we're actually going to be talking about how a pharmacy student can get into the field of pharmacy informatics. As a pharmacy school guest lecturer and previously an APIs of pharmacy informatics preceptor, I've actually had a lot of students come and ask me about how to get more training or how to be more involved in pharmacy informatics so that they are prepared to succeed after graduation. I'll break it down in this episode to what I call the four E's. So uh, what I call the four E's are explore, evolve, expose, and embrace. Uh, so the first one is explore. So what do I mean about um, exploring? What this means is that you have to put in some work to explore what physical opportunities there are out there uh, for you to shadow a pharmacist that works in the informatics field. As a student, you have two primary opportunities for being in a practice setting, the uh, IPIs and your fourth year or maybe third year of your three-year program, APIs. Review your school's partnerships with the practice sites to see if there are any sites that actually have a rotation for pharmacy informatics. If there are not, the next best thing is finding a site that already has a pharmacy informaticist and uh, they are open to having you shadow them and ask questions. And what about if you're currently working, if you're interning at some pharmacy right now? Are you working in a setting that has an informatics pharmacist? If you are, try to see if they'll allow you to shadow them or uh, ask questions about what they do per day. Sometimes it's hard to grasp what pharmacy informatics is actually about until you actually see it and experience it for yourself. So the next thing is to evolve. So what I mean about evolve is researching. There are many great resources out there to learn more about pharmacy informatics. The most active one directly relates to pharmacy informatics is through ASHP's section of pharmacy informatics and technology. This is a great avenue to see what other informatics pharmacists are talking about or working on. The section also has several webinars available to you so uh, you can learn about some key concepts that every pharmacy informatics uh, or pharmacy informaticist should know. And there's also some example resumes or example CVs and things like that that kind of show you what um, that role entails or what kind of people are being looked at to fill those roles. Um, in addition, remember that you don't always need to look for just pharmacy informatics. Healthcare informatics is still even a larger field, and you can learn a lot by just looking at the healthcare IT news. You can also find a lot of value by attending certain conferences that are put out by the healthcare technology organizations like AHIMA or HIMS. And there are also certificate programs out there if you'd like to get yourself certified in the role, such as CA HIMS um, over at HIMS. And one more thing to note is that if you want to learn anything related to programming, there are actually many avenues for that. Healthcare data is mostly stored in what's called relational databases, and it's a very um, uh, common type of database that you'll see. The most common one out there is probably going to be SQL or SQL, and learning and understanding how SQL works would give you a good head start in understanding how data is stored across health systems. You can actually find a lot of free courses online just to uh, show you how relational databases work. One more thing to take note is that there are actually PGY2 residency programs out there for pharmacy informatics. If you are interested, you can find these by looking through ASHP's list of informatics residencies. They can provide a great overarching view and training into applicable skills that when you become an informatics pharmacist in the real world, you will succeed. The next step is to expose, to take opportunities for projects. The best way to learn, at least for me, is to take action and do something. What I mean by expose is to take opportunities that are available. Sometimes it's difficult to identify those opportunities, but you'll get it over time. For example, for me, when I was on my APIs rotations, one of the projects that was requested by one of my preceptors was to create some sort of training 
for medical residents to go through and learn how to do basic prescription writing. And, you know, anyone can do this with like a paper form or, you know, a a PowerPoint presentation. But I found this as an opportunity to incorporate technology into the training by creating a Java-based learning module that included guided learning and tests. This way, um, it was a way for me to expose myself into using technology in a manner to improve physician education. Another example that I have seen is actually in one of my former students observing the pharmacy workflow for a few days. And she identified different gaps in the workflow that she would believe uh, can be improved with technology. So she brainstormed several ideas and showed a really great understanding in the medication use process and how data or technology can improve the flow for the patient care. So the best thing to do here is to kind of just keep an open mind and always think that nothing is ever perfect and everything has room for improvement. And with that mentality, you'll be able to identify certain processes and rotation sites where you can take on projects that can benefit the patients and colleagues around you. And the last thing I have is embrace. So embrace is basically learning as much as you can from the process. So the last step to remember is what you're doing, you need to learn from it. Make sure that you, when you are in the process of learning, give it your all. People around you will definitely notice if you're really into the role or if you are just trying to look good. Um, so Dr. Alex Vu, a guest on one of the previous episodes, he's actually a former student of mine, and he definitely took the embracing step to heart. When he was a student at where I used to work, he took on each project with enthusiasm and commitment. He made sure to see through to some of the project's ends, and he even showed interest in being part of the go-live cutover for our EHR conversion. The entire time, he took in and learned as much as he could, which eventually led him to his current role today as an Epic Will Applications Analyst over at UCLA's health system. So remember, as a student, you are given an opportunity to learn as much as you can before getting into the real world. So please take advantage of that, because once you start working as a pharmacist, that will be a lot more difficult. All right, if you like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITMe, or our our Instagram at PharmacyInformatics, or emailing us at PharmacyITMe at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account at TonyDowFarmD. Visit our website, PharmacyITMe.com, for any podcast updates or occasional blog posts. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of PharmacyITMe. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal. (laughs) 